0: Hello everyone, welcome to This Week in Yoga. My name is Erin Lanzi and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm really glad you're here. Thank you for listening. This month, April 2021, we've been talking all about the nervous system. We have discussed how burnout happens, what burnout looks like in the body, how to Recognize Nervous System Burnout, Signs of It, and last week we talked about why self-care and down-regulating your nervous system is beneficial, not just for you, not just for your mental health and physical health and well-being, although that is all That impacted, but it's also good for those around you that you care about, and it's good for your work, it's good for your circles, and it's good for our society, our communities, and our world. So that individual work is important um, collective work as well. So that was last week. You can go back and listen to that, um, you know, or anything before. Uh, So in this episode, I'm going to share a really quick nervous system tool that I created, that you can use anytime, anywhere to help keep your nervous system regulated in your everyday life. It involves a little bit of awareness, and I'll talk about that. Um, But yeah, it's just a very short and sweet episode today, um, giving you a really tangible, applicable tool to use for your own nervous system. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Enjoy the show. Okay, so this method for regulating your nervous system kind of came about after I noticed that I was doing it for myself. The more tools that I learned to help me to feel more balanced and less burnout, less stressed in my life, um, it sort of became a little system of mine. So I call it the three B's. So if you can just remember B, 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 the three letter B's, uh, the first B stands for brain. And this is where the awareness happens, okay? So this is probably the hardest part to get. This is the hardest thing to uh, to employ with the whole method is this noticing. It's all about the noticing, okay? So the brain is, the brain piece of the equation is just noticing that you are in stress mode. It's identifying that your nervous system is on that you have entered some version, some variation of fight or flight. Maybe you're noticing a bit of physical anxiety. Maybe you're noticing an increase in your heart rate. Maybe your palms are sweating. Uh, Maybe, I mean, those are even a little bit intense, but you can be mentally, emotionally in fight or flight too. Okay, so it's, it's being able to notice it, and then take a step back and realize that it's time to address it, okay? So um, a lot of people, this is kind of where the ball stops, okay? So they might realize that they feel stressed and um, or, or realize it, but not even in a conscious way. We feel the stress and it's not pleasant. And then we try and do something to get away from that stress or to cope with it or to numb it out, Okay? And so that might look like, you know, escapism. We get away from the, the the thing that's stressing us out. It might look like, you know, numbing behavior, tuning out, turning on a show, you know, whatever. Um, all kinds of numbing behaviors that we do. Uh, but what I'm suggesting is that when you notice, like that's the gold nugget right there, you noticed that you're stressed, then it's time to kind of be able to process that stress and move through that stress, kind of complete that moment of stress. And so it involves staying with yourself. And this is where the next two B's come in. Okay. So the brain part has happened. You've noticed, you've acknowledged, I am, I'm, I'm in a a stress place. So let's say for me, it's when I, this is a real simple, very low key example from my own life. Uh, I'm when I have multiple, um, auditory input (laughs) things happening at once. If I have, I'm trying to, you know, if there's music and someone talking and someone at the door or, you know, multiple things that are coming at me at once that I feel like my attention is divided for me, that is enough to put me into stress mode. It's just the way I work. Some people, like my husband, works really well with a lot of noise and a lot of various um, you know, noise sources. He 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 actually works better like that, not me. If I, I I can listen to one thing at a time. And if I have more than one thing, um, you know, trying to get my attention or that I want to put my attention on, I feel I it's enough to make me feel stressed out. Um yeah, so not a lot. i'm'm a, I'm, I'm a pretty sensitive person in that regard. Anyway. okay, so the brain piece, noticing, noticing that you are in that stressed out place or you're headed in that direction, okay? Um, and so at that point, then we have to add two other pieces. If I just notice it in my brain, thinking about the fact that you're stressed is not often a good way or an effective way to manage that stress, okay? We know that the mind and the body are really an interconnected and complex um, machine and that our thoughts impact the body and the body impacts the thoughts and the nervous system is impacted by all of it. So just thinking about it isn't really going to be enough to shift me into a more regulated space. Once I've noticed with my brain, I have to add the two more Bs, okay? The next B is body. I need to shift something, shift the shape of my body, shift the orientation of my body into a position that will signal to my nervous system that it can calm down, that this stimulus is not a life-threatening situation that I can indeed come down out of fight or flight, however minimal that fight or flight was. Okay. So for example, um, let's say I have, I'm in my kitchen and there's music playing and my three-year-old is crying and my eight-year-old is asking for something. And my six-year-old is trying to tell me about an interesting fact Okay, for me, for me, (laughs) you can laugh that that will move me into stress mode. And, you know, is that a life threatening scenario? No, no, (laughs) not at all. This is my everyday life. This is my world. And especially during COVID, this has been my world for more than a year now. Okay, and if I allow those scenarios to um keep me in a heightened state of stress, I'm going to burn out really quick. So, in those places I notice that the stress has happened and then the second B body. I need to move into a um a forward facing position. Either, I know it sounds kind of silly, like, you know, you've got your whole family standing there talking to you, or maybe you're in a Zoom call with work, or maybe you're trying to do your job, whatever it is. It might sound or look a little weird to shift your body into um, a position that will signal to your nervous system that it can indeed settle down. But you know what? It works. And so, I don't know. I'm all for normalizing um, body work in public spaces. And so what I do is, Think child's pose, think downward dog, think forward fold, think lying on your belly and you know luckily in my scenario my kids don't bat an eye they're like oh there's mom in her downward facing dog or she's getting down on on the carpet in her child's pose I'm just going to keep talking to her about stink bugs or whatever it is um you know luckily my my scenario it doesn't really matter I just get into the shape and I keep listening and talking okay but a a face down position so at your desk it might just look like Bringing your forehead to the tabletop and moving your body into um, a face down. Okay. The, that's, that face down orientation signals to the nervous system. It does the communicating for you. It releases you from having to think your way out of stress and it starts to move you out of that stress mode just automatically. Okay. The third B is Breath. And so you've noticed with your brain, you've shifted your body into a, a you know, a pose that's going to counter being in stress mode. And then breath, simply noticing your breath and trying to just equal, equal parts, inhale, exhale, or even just watching and slowing down the inhale and the exhale will help a lot. Okay. If you're somebody who can lengthen your exhale, maybe just make that exhale a little slower, a little bit longer, a little bit smoother than the inhale, great. If that feels comfortable, if that feels easy, accessible, and if that feels calming, above all else, if it feels calming to you, then after a few breaths, lengthen the exhale. If lengthening the exhale causes you to feel um, panicky, don't do that don't do that. Just watch your breath. And what happens is you realize that you're in a place that um, you are, you know, you're maybe feeling stressed, but it's not so stressful that you can't pay attention to your breathing. In a real life or death scenario, you're not going to stop and watch your breath. Okay. But when my three kids are talking to me at once and there's music playing and somebody needs, I don't know. Whatever my situation is, that's not life or death. I can watch my breath. And when I do, everything slows, everything stills. And in and, and that just mindfulness, that awareness of the breathing does the work for me. Okay, so it's the three Bs. Brain, noticing the stress response. I am in a place of stress. My body is responding to my situation, my environment as if it is a threatening scenario. Second B, body. Get yourself into a position that's forward facing, facing down. Child's pose, downward dog, forward fold, lying on your belly, um, doing a downward dog variation on the back of a chair or on a desk or whatever, even just laying your head down for a minute like we did in grade school. Remember the teacher was like, put your heads down. Kind of like that. That would work. Um, And then Breath watching your breath, noticing your breath, and if you want, slowing and lengthening your breath, especially the exhale, only if it feels good. So there you go, your three Bs. That's it for this week. I hope that that tool is useful to you. I hope that you try it. And like I said, the first part is the hardest. You got to notice. And then the second two Bs will just kind of come into play. Um, Yeah, let me know. I would love to hear if this works for you. Reach out. Let me know. Um, and share your stories with me. Share your, I tend to like lean toward my parenting stories, but share share your context with me. I love to hear that. Um, this week in yoga, you can practice with me on Sunday evening, 7 p.m. on Zoom. That's central time. That's self-care yoga. And that is 100% nervous system regulation work. Um, yes, come and reset. Get ready for your week and um, teach your whole body to um, to balance, to relax, to bring in a bit of restoration. Um, so yeah, Sunday nights, And then Wednesday mornings, 9.30 a.m. Central on Facebook Live, you can do a slightly more strengthening and moving practice with me, a little Slow and Steady Vinyasa. That's a donation-based class. And I'm really hoping to have some people join me and also contribute a bit to this effort. Um, I'm trying to get my donations up to $200 a month to Iowans for Immigrant Freedom. And if you practice with that Slow and Steady class, all of your donations go to Iowans for Immigrant Freedom. Okay, so they're working to um, support immigrants living in eastern Iowa prisons, immigrant detainees here in Iowa. Um, and so if you're enjoying those classes, chip in a few bucks. You know, whatever you can. You can practice for free. Your energy, your presence is is lovely and it is a gift and it is a donation as well. Okay, so do what you can. Um But if you are really practicing a lot and enjoying the class, consider five bucks, consider 10 bucks, whatever you can give. I really appreciate it. Okay. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. Thanks everyone so much for listening. Please tell your friends about yoga. Send them my uh, my info, my website, have them sign up for my newsletter um, so that I can share yoga with them as well. Okay. Have a fantastic week. Take good care of yourselves. Bye-bye.